Hello everybody, welcome to the Running Buddies podcast. Today's one doesn't have a number because it's a bonus and all good podcasts have bonus material, don't they? So um, we wanted to share some material with you from the last time that we did this with our group uh, that we work with in lockdown. And we interviewed one of our former Couch to 5K graduates, named Sharon Howe, um, and she's been through very probably all the exact emotions and feelings and stuff that you've all been through um, from being a brand new runner um, to now being up to a uh, half marathon distance. That's the, the furthest distance she's covered. Um, but we had her on and we talked to her about the experience, how she moved forward, how difficult it was sometimes, how long it took. Um, so we wanted to share it with you. But what that means is, is that you're going to, it is a bonus podcast. So you won't hear any noises. You won't hear any buzzers or anything like that. But what you may hear um, are some cutaways where Andy has edited the um, the, the vocal um, track, if you like, to make it fit what you need it to fit. So that's what we're going to do. So here we are going to introduce you to Sharon Howell and we're going to drop her in. So here's the really exciting stuff for today's uh, podcast. We have got our first guest. Woohoo! So, woo-hoo. so Sharon Howell is from Kevin and Brian's group. Is waiting in the wings for us to interview her. Now it's really important that you understand why we've invited Sharon along as our first guest, and that is because there's probably not another person in our Running Buddies community who understands more what you guys are going through as you are starting your running life. She won't mind me saying things like this. Um, she, when she started with us, um, wasn't as um, waif-like as she wanted to be. Um, That's very polite. I try. I try. <laughs> um, definitely not as fast as she is now. Um Things have changed enormously for Sharon since coming along to Running Buddies. And we don't take all the credit for it, but actually it's the inspiration of of what she's done and what she's achieved that we thought that you might like to hear about. So that's what we're going to do in the session today. Right. So, Sharon, hello. Good morning. How are you feeling about being here today? Ridiculously nervous. Why? I don't know. It's crazy, isn't it? I do Zoom calls and Teams calls all day, every day. But um, yeah, this is a little bit different for me. This is, um, it's about passion though, isn't it? You're going to talk about something that has become an absolute passion for you. Yeah, never dreamt that would happen, but it really has. Why do you think it has become a passion for you? I think um, when I first started, it hurt every step of the way, every, I just thought I was going to die. And then when it got to the point where I was out walking one day with my husband um, and I thought, oh, I could jog this. And if I hold on a minute, what's going on? <laughs> and then I realised it kind of got a bit of a grip of me and it's it's just gone on since then. Do you find yourself in random places going, right, I need to put that in my little... Uh, mental book of places that I'm going to come and run exactly we, we're really lucky where we live we've got some beautiful places around us 
We used to with me for one moment. We used to explore quite a lot. Um, and then moving to Ringstead a couple of years ago, there's just it's just gorgeous. So I tend to go out and just explore and follow footpaths that I've not followed before, which is how come I ended up across the middle of a field on Sunday and ended up on the A45 coming back into Ringstead. Oh, um, we need to tell Anita. It's another one. It's another it, one yeah. to add to our list. Yeah, the worst bit was actually coming out onto the A45 and having to go down the edge of it to get back to Ringstead. But yeah, quite good fun. I, I probably need to tell the story of um, the trail run where something similar happened to me. And I'm just going to put that to one side on a note and I'll talk about it later. So tell us what made you come to running, buddies. My dog really does love seeing you and talking to you. He can see you obviously on the screen and he's going, it's Auntie Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> so running buddies for me, it was... I've, I've got a couple of colleagues who were running talking, um, and one of them had lost so much weight and she was looking fantastic. So I was asking her how she'd done it. And she said she joined a running group. Now it wasn't running buddies. It was running a running group in Wellingborough, but regardless, she was doing Slimming World and she had started running and she'd lost so much weight and she looked amazing. She was full of energy. And I thought, I want that. And so I talked to her about it. And then I think it was April, probably 2018, possibly, I think, or maybe 19. I can't remember when I started now. Um, but Definitely said, 18. Was it 18? Definitely she said, 18. There's, um, there's a running buddies group starting in Rushden next Tuesday. And Gemma from work is doing it. So you've got no excuse. Get yourself signed up. So I talked my other other friend and colleague into joining with me. Um, yeah, and we came along just to see what it was like. And I was absolutely convinced that I couldn't run, wouldn't be able to do it, would hate every second of it. Um, and I was very happily proved wrong. So, <laughs> what do you remember about the first session? Oh my goodness, I remember the name game. <laughs> We don't do that anymore. There's too many bloody people. <laughs> too many people. There weren't, there weren't that many people. Um, so, yeah, I remember that. I remember being incredibly nervous, but but once you, I remember you and Nicola starting to talk and I thought, yeah, this, this is okay. I, I might be able to manage. Um, and obviously we did the um, walk for a minute or 90 seconds. I can't even remember now. And I thought, this is okay. Yeah, I can do this. And then you made us run and I was like, oh, not so sure about that. But I think what kept me coming back was just the thought that I wanted to, I just needed to do something different. And I started to get that buzz that you get after you've done some exercise. And I'd not had that for a while and I quite liked it. Um, so, yeah, just thought I'd carry on. And I'm a stubborn devil, as you know, um, don't like to give in too easily. So I thought I've got to give it a shot. And if I hate it, I don't ever have to do it again after this nine weeks is up. <laughs> Tell me about the toughest um, sessions that you did, how it made you feel, feel and, and how you got through it. Toughest in terms of, for me, it's all about what goes on in my head, I think, rather than in my body. Um, and that has a massive effect on on the body. So if I'm anxious, I can't breathe. Um, it affects my self-confidence. I didn't have that self-belief that I could actually do it. So 
for me, actually, one of the toughest ones at the very start was when we moved on to three minutes of running, putting two lots of 90 seconds together. And I remember saying something not very polite to you about it. <laughs> I don't know whether you're, whether this is an X rated. Do it, do it. You can, you can, everybody knows. When you knows. said we were putting two lots of 90 seconds together, I went, fuck off, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she said I'll bet you your course fee I'll bet you your um your session fee next week that you can and I absolutely was convinced that I wouldn't be able to do it and I think you had us running for five minutes or something in the end oh what that little chestnut where we just forget to turn off the. oh uh, yeah yeah we, we got quite used to that um in we terms do that of quite a lot we did yeah, you do, don't you did it last night to Gemma so just so that because Gemma will definitely be listening to this but everybody else needs to know too that Gemma last night um was went from the uh 585 session to two lots of 10 but actually she did a 10 and a 12 and a half and she's so thrilled with herself <laughs> I just didn't tell her when when the clock ticked over and I and we've been running for about an extra 30 seconds and I just said to her well you can stop now if you want because you know, the time has gone and she was like, oh, what? Then she continued and, and what she was going, oh, oh I'm going to do another 30 seconds. Oh, and I'm going to do another 30 seconds. Um, and that's how it gets you. Yeah. It's absolutely how it gets you. It's, it's it, oh, I can't even describe it. But as a coach, the, the satisfaction I get when um, I can see people are, are really, really engaging in it is brilliant. And you've absolutely been one of those people. <laughs> Absolutely. So what was your first um, thing that you entered after um, doing Couch to 5K, sort of race-wise? I did a Stanic Lakes one. I did a Stanic Lakes 5K. I can't remember. I've also done a decathlon one, a 5K run with a friend, and I can't remember which one came first. I think it might have been the decathlon one. Um, When you ran around the lakes, yeah? Yeah, we ran around the lakes at the the back of decathlon and did a 5k um I think that must have been my first one because I couldn't believe I'd actually completed it um talk me through through how you felt on the day so from when you woke up in the morning to the point where you actually finished it take me through the range of emotions (laughs) oh my goodness so waking up on the day I was thinking what the hell have I done why did I think this was a good idea um just really nervous, really ridiculously nervous, because I knew I could run 5K. I'd done it with you guys, but it was just a whole different um, kind of perspective on it, doing it as a as a organised race with a T-shirt at the end of it. We all do it for the T-shirts and the medals. So, um, Never the T-shirt. I don't want the T-shirt, but the bling. Bring the bling. Bring <laughs> the bling. Oh, I like the T-shirt. I like the fact that it says, you know, finisher or you have done this. Or, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, just being really, really nervous. And then because I'd arranged to do it with a friend who ran, but not not with running buddies because she lived a little distance away, um, it was lovely to meet up with someone that I knew. Um, and it was actually the first time I'd ever run with her as well. And she was around the same pace as I was, which was a huge relief because she kept saying to me, you don't have to wait for me. <laughs> and you know what I'm like with this you don't have to wait for me you can carry on I'm like god I'm busting a gut to keep up with you so we we did the the thing together and then did a sprint finish yeah so ran towards the, the finish line and the just exhilaration just absolute 
yeah we did it it was fantastic so I got such a natural high from it it was it was really cool I'm going to ask you about your 5k that you've forgotten about which one park run are you talking park run that's right yeah that was tough that was a really tough one so Northampton Park um what's it called the race course isn't it the race it? course yeah of course so this not done before, it for such a long time yeah so this was before Elchester Country Park Run started um we at the end of each course we go and do a park run 5k park run at Northampton oh yeah I'd wipe my memory banks for that one um I just remember again being really really nervous um and actually hating every second of that one in terms of the fact that it's a lap and a half of the race course and it the downhill bits are fine but the uphill bits I thought I was going to die <laughs> um so I think I did that one in around 43 minutes something like that and I was dead chuffed because yes. I'd got to the end and I'd got a time and it was my first ever one um yeah so again doing it as, as a part of the group with running buddies was something else because we all, we had the little gathering at the oh. end and we were chatting and eating cake and someone kept taking really unflattering photos of me every time I started to stuff something into my mouth that would be me but <laughs> what, what I have got now is some lovely collages where we can see your weight loss journey from that point to where you are now which we'll come to in a minute because it's just incredible because that's part of your running stuff, not all of it. Yeah. But actually that's really going to encourage some of the guys who are running with us at the moment. So the other thing I'm going to say about park run is that's the only time we advocate cake. There's no point going out and doing a run. Yeah, I know. Andy's clicking a watch at me. Um, no point going out and doing a run and then shoving a great big piece of cake in your gob. It's not really the right thing to do. So that's the only time we advocate cake. So we've talked about Northampton Park Run. You did that in 43 minutes. So something that's, like that, yeah. 43 something. It was around that time. So what's your most recent park run time? Can you remember? 34 or 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So <laughs> if we put that in percentage terms, in terms of improvement, that is amazing. That's like a, I think it's about 28% improvement in time, something like that. And it's just going to do the maths for me. So if you um, think about your, if he's just gone, no, I'm not. If you just, <laughs> he's just gone, no, no, don't make me do maths. That's revenge for putting like those calipers up. That's a huge improvement. So that's it is. It's it's 25%. Improvement. Take 10 minutes off 40 odd minutes, isn't it? So it's 20, yeah. 25%. Yeah, it's fantastic. And that's taken me a couple of years, but. But, it, but 25%, that's brilliant. So let's talk about then the other races that you've now done since, because most recently, before we all got shut up in our houses, um, we did a lovely 10K, didn't we? we? did, yeah, in Peterborough. Tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, that, that was, <laughs> yeah, I was really nervous about that one. Always really nervous, I think. I, I enjoy running, but as soon as someone puts the word race or park run or timed run, it kind of, I don't know, it just affects me. I'm, I know I'm not the only one as well. I think Annie knows all about being nervous about races. So. <laughs> 
I don't enter it. It's that simple. What's the point? No, but what you did do was come along with me to do the 10K. You that came along sense. with me to support me. You hadn't entered. So you missed the very start line and you ran the whole damn thing with me and got me round there in an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and, no, 16, was it? Hour and 16. And then dropped out just before the end. So it's your <laughs> race. It's absolutely your race. Now, so that was an hour and 16 for a 10K in February, right? Yeah. What's 10K time now? Um, an hour and 10 or 11 minutes now. See, again, that's a really, really good reduction in time and I think if we went and did a, a proper 10k now it would go down again so yeah, how many, yeah it would how many times a week do you run normally three times sometimes four um the last couple of weeks I've only been out once or twice I've had a bit of a dodgy back so I'm trying to just take it easy and not make it worse so yeah so yeah. consistency then has been really important in your um absolutely yeah and during the first lockdown um I I worked all the way through it but I was working from home which was great from my point of view because it meant I could go out during the day so having that flexibility and I I know the running buddies did a challenge at the time to get us to go out and do something every day and for me that was massive in terms of helping me with mental health and actually the consistency of running every day and that's since it's just since then that I've made those improvements in speed, stamina, distance, the whole the whole works. And that's from doing it pretty much every day, just a mile or two miles, nothing drastic. Oh, but just oh I, I beg to differ. So um, what, what was that day that you thought, oh, I, I think, yeah, you know exactly what I'm saying. What did you do? <laughs> um, I ran from Ringstead to Rushton Lakes and back home again. Which was how far? half marathon <laughs> and I blame you for that one because you've been telling me that oh you could do that distance and I thought oh, I can't no, I couldn't do that and you consistently kept saying I bet you could so one day I was out I was just going out to do a little you know see how I feel or go out nothing planned um just head along the railway line and see where I go and as I was running I felt really really good and I thought I wonder if I could so I tried and um, I did. You did. <laughs> I did. Absolutely. And that's the thing is that actually because of what you've done in terms of your consistent approach um, and um, just gradually increasing the distance time after time, actually it was really easy for you to just go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give it a bash. Because essentially you did a half marathon training plan. I suppose so. In in yeah, without it being a formalized thing, it was it it just kind of came yeah. came about kind of organically, really. Yeah. And for some of us, that's the best way. Sorry about the dog folks. That's the best way for us to do it. Because if suddenly we've signed up for something, it becomes a massive pressure to do the training. Whereas if we're just gradually and incrementally adding a little bit each time we go out, suddenly there it is, job done. Bob's your uncle. I think some days you go out and you feel good and you think I could do this. Other days I go out, even now I go out to do a 5K and think, God, you know, my legs ache, my back aches, so I walk it. We did that last Saturday. So Sharon and I planned to socially distance and run last Saturday morning. And when we got there, it was misly and it was grey and it was pretty miserable. We were like, why the hell aren't we all still in bed? That was the first thing. And I was hobbling because of my back. 
And we just made a decision at that point in time, do you know, it's not the right thing to do to run today. So we walked and we had a, a, a chatty walk and it was really, really nice. Yeah, it was. Um, but I'm going to make her run this week, whether she likes it or not. I, guess. <laughs> I think I'm ready for it again now. Let's talk about the the big thing for you. So when you started to run, if you if you're happy to share, what what was roughly your? It can either go with weight or dress size. Okay, um, dress size probably eighteen stroke twenty. So yeah, I I was not comfortable with how I looked, how I felt, um, anything really. Okay, What's I, I won't now? burden you with the weight, but <laughs> no, don't worry about that. But What's your dress size now? Um, 12 stroke 14. Sorry, what's your dress size now? 12. Mm, what size leggings should you have bought last time? Well, I bought some, I bought some 12s um, and they're a little bit loose. <laughs> but I think it's the style because other things, you know, you can't really rely on the ticket size. So right. I have a pair of jeans from Next that are size 10 and fit like a glove. But if I tried putting a size 10 jean, pair of jeans from anywhere else, they wouldn't fit. Okay, so we'll, I think we'll agree to, to meet at a size 12. So you've gone from a 20 to a 12. Yeah, pretty much. So what what else did you do to help Slimming you World. get to that? Yeah. yeah. Joined Slimming World in August last year. So, yeah, a year and a bit. Um, I'm not quite where I want to be, but I'm more or less there now. You're going to get there. And that's the thing is that something tipped in your head that made you go, I've got to do something about this. Yeah. Got to do something about this. And that's what we all need. And that's why all of us are, all of you who are listening to this podcast today, something has tipped in your head that's made you go, I've got to do something. So I'm going to go along to that couch to 5K. And for those of you that get to the end and then move on into Kevin Bryan's group or into Karen and Mike's group, the tip is even bigger because you're staying with it and you're sticking with it. It's really good stuff. That's a really good question. Tell us about life in Brian and Kev's group. We're um, a really varied group. So I'm still one of the slower runners in, in that group, but it's a fantastic thing. We've got that whole special community thing that the running buddies have got um, and, and, we go out for obviously strength and conditioning training when we can run as a group. We do on a Tuesday and on a Thursday, it's a, it's more of a distance run, um, at least a, usually a three miler, something like that. Um, where the faster runners at the front always come back and collect at certain points. So you're never left on your own. Um, and just the support of everybody in that group is amazing. So don't ever worry about not being able to keep up or, you know, not feeling like you belong or anything like that, because was, you can go in. Was Kevin your couch to 5K group? He was, yeah. We started at the same time. So that's worth bearing in mind, everyone, is that Kev came along to Running Buddies as a couch to 5K and now he coaches one of the groups. And so did Brian, to be fair, so although he could already yeah. run, but he came along to 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 make friends with people in, in group um <laughs> that's not oh, a scouse accent <laughs> i wasn't doing a scouse accent i can do oh. a scouse accent if you want me to we'll start with <laughs> a a a a a a a a everybody understands that now because we know so we have to run down a hill so you, you were quite sort of we we started that group as you came out of couch to 5k so you were one of the first people in there so you've yes. helped build that group so it's been 
it's it's really good that we've got this whole community going on really it's, it's amazing yeah. it's it's done wonders um just the whole community thing and you know during lockdown So here's my last question. Okay. If you were a salesperson for Running Buddies, what would be your pitch to get everybody to continue to come after Couch to 5K? Okay. So you know how good you feel when you've accomplished something um, amazing and doing the Couch to 5K itself is an incredible thing to do. Um, you know how good it makes you feel. You've, you must be able to see improvements in yourself, in your shape, in your muscle tone, everything. And I can guarantee that you'll have made friends among that group that you wouldn't have met before. And I know for myself, the people I've met, um, I've got some lifelong friends now. I know that. Um, and it, it is the sense of community. It's, it's a family and you have a laugh and it's social, but you also... Um, you just get better you get better and the whole group gets better along with you um and they just carry you along and if you're having a really shit day because we all do then you've got people around you who really get it really understand and can lift you up and and send you on your way along with them um I'd probably be a lousy salesperson but honestly running buddies is for me it's probably one of the best things I've ever done it's made wow. such a difference to me and my self-confidence and self-belief that I can actually go out and do something like that. And like I say, I've met some amazing people that I would never have met otherwise. So it's all been good, all of it. Fantastic. So we're at the end of the, the little interview. How have you felt about that? You enjoyed that was it. fun. That was fun. I just like talking, as you know, could talk the hind leg off a donkey that's cool that's absolutely cool we would like to thank you very much for joining in today i know you've got a meeting to go to so if you want to drop uh, off we thank do. you and we'll send you a copy of the recording brilliant thanks, thanks guys sharon. well done you carry on thank you all right thanks sharon thank you see you soon well there you go then that's sharon telling you her story um we find her really inspirational and um, we, we get her to talk to quite a lot of our new guys um, and help them to understand that whatever's going on for them, probably people before have, have experienced it and they really take inspiration from her. So we are really hopeful that you got the same kind of inspiration today listening to the bonus podcast. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.